We are very fortunate to have a very, very busy man with us today. He is world-renowned psychic medium and all-around good guy, John Holland. Hi, John. Hi, ladies. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, and he's referring to Mel, who is uh, doing the producing today. She's one of my colleagues here. Um, the all-around good guy, I got that word from Colette Baron-Reed, because I interviewed her earlier, and she said you're a great guy. As a matter of fact, you're doing... Um, sort of a workshop with her in June, aren't you? Yes, at um, or the Omega Institute. Yes, I am. That just sounds like it, the it, best it, place to visit. Yeah. And you got and we, back from sea recently. How was that trip? That was a great trip. I was on the I Can Do It cruise with um, fourteen to 1,600 people. I'm not sure what the number was. And there was all kinds of speakers, all kinds of programs, from self-help to reincarnation to movers and shakers to writers. Um, so fantastic, and we went to the Caribbean. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Now that's, that's the way to travel. You're definitely of the belief that we all possess the ability to connect with those that have passed on. Has this been, like, one of the hardest sells for people to believe? Well, we, they, not necessarily. I mean, times are changing. People are more um, open to this, and people have dreams of their loved ones. People have um, smelt their dad's cigars or cigarettes or their mom's cologne, or they have find that some people find shiny pennies. So that's the way that they're connecting with us here, and I call them after-death communications, and that's in my book, The Spirit Whisperer, uh, the chapter called Heaven Calling Cards. So it's not really a hard sell. I don't sell it. Um, I don't have to sell it. I just try to tell, you know, what the, the most of the population are experiencing. Yeah, what I mean by hard sell is that for people to truly believe that they have the ability to connect, because sometimes they look at you or they look at other mediums and they think those are the people that have the, you know, the straight beeline to their uncle or their husband or whomever. And, and what I like is that you help people understand that they can do this themselves with, with a little bit of trust and patience and, and coaching even. And a lot of your books, you've written several books, all of them very helpful in communicating with those that have passed on. I just noticed that a lot of my friends will sometimes receive several signs, sometimes so glaringly obvious, and it's very difficult for them. They'll turn and say, was that him? Absolutely, but not. You have to remember, not the way I connect as a medium. That this is a, uh, it's a career. It's something that I do. Not everyone can have that ability to the level that I have or other mediums. Every medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. It takes a certain person uh, and a certain chemical makeup and physical makeup to continue to do this steadily. But they can have communication with them by by those signs. You know, the after-death communications, whether it's the smells, the electricity, the lights going off, or the dreams that people have. Okay, and is that the difference? You, you talk about this a little, uh, the difference between psychic and intuitively aware. Right. I believe intuition is that thought you get every once in a while that says, um, you know, check in with your boss or check in with your child or an intuitive nudge that you push away that keeps coming back. My belief is taking intuition into the psychic level, letting intuition work for you when you need it, not just the nudge you get every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And what about people who are a little bit afraid to push it into that? The, someone once asked me, you know, well, I'm afraid of what other people will say. Has being psychic ever ended, ended or altered any of your relationships? 
Um, sometimes when I try, when I begin a new relationship, um, I tell them what I do, and either they look at me strange or they're intrigued, and I've had people walk away. This is years ago, though. Most people find it fascinating now because there's so many books out there and television. It's not like it used to be before. People can watch now mediums on television, you know, proper mediums, um, authentic mediums. So it's not really... Uh, so people walking away like they used to or giving me the strange looks. I mean, I do get the jokes once in a while. I'll say I'm a medium and someone will say, well, I'm a large, um, you know, <laughs> or, they just don't, or they just don't understand. I'll tell people what I, I do. You know, and sometimes I like going to a party where people don't know me. But when someone does mention I'm there, they'll walk up to me and show me their palm and, show, and say, well, what do you see? And it, I, I do not I don't work that way. I'm not a palm reader. <laughs> And, you know, it does have to be difficult getting out there because all the times people, they want something from you. How do you stay grounded and not let that, you know, get to you? Well, I try to surround myself with my own tribe, my own soul tribe, my, my friends, um, people that are like-minded, like myself, people that push me, challenge me, that are coming from the same wavelength. Because sometimes with spiritual topics or the topic that I teach, I can't talk to uh, my family, but I do have a, a group of friends that understand, that have done research, that have their own spiritual path. So my friends or my tribe is, the, um, is, is how I deal with it. Or I talk to another colleague who, who's going through the same thing I am. Um, and every good psychic needs a good psychic to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. If someone were looking to go to a psychic, I kind of look at it this way. It has a lot to do with how you connect with someone. And yeah. if people are looking to go see a psychic, what are some of the things that they should look for? Well, always go by word of mouth. I, always, I would ask people, Did you, have you had a good experience? What was it like? Um, do they have a website so you can see what they look like? Is there, do you feel a pull towards this person? And if you decide to go to a psychic or a medium, remember, two different things. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Psychic, yeah, two different things. Psychic is there to help you with your past, present, your potential future. Medium is if you lost someone. You cannot go to a medium to say, Am I, talk, talk about my finances or talk about my love life. I mean, they can go there. I, I could, um, but not every medium can do that. And it's good to talk to the person before. Don't give them any information, but ask them what will help make this a good experience. Should I bring notes? Should I bring a recorder? Do I need to look up my family members that have passed over? Depending if you want to go to a psychic or a medium. Be prepared. Don't be prepared. Do not go sit down in front of a psychic and say, okay, read me. If the more specific the questions for the psychic, the more they can um, narrow in on to help you. Narrow Absolutely. in on the situation. Absolutely. And what's the difference between a gallery and a private reading? What can someone expect? You mean with myself? Yeah, with yourself. Or, you know, what you've known from the differences between privates and galleries. Well, I can't speak for anybody else, but um, I, I, really, I very rarely do privates anymore. And if I do privates, the public doesn't know about it. I could be helping parents that have lost a child, um, or I'll work with compassionate friends, um, or, you know, I never know who I'm going to work with, but it's, I do it privately. And a gallery is, I do one for 50 people. And a lot of messages are being given out, but not everyone's going to get one. Or I do a group of eight where everybody gets something in the three hours that I'm doing the work. And a lot of times, too, I, I've been in a gallery reading before. And the thing to be aware of, I think, too, is just because you're giving information to someone else doesn't mean that you can't glean something from from what's being said. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely I mean, and do. talk about that a little bit. Like, the example I want to give is that 
there, there was a message being given to someone, and I really was hoping that my one friend would come through, and he had had um, kidney problems. Well, oddly enough, the person that was being read, that person died of a kidney problem. Right there, that kind of told me that that was him saying hello to me. Sure, absolutely. One person can get a message. I just did a, the cruise if I can do it, and there were 700 people. One message, can, somebody else can relate to it, names, situations, and it doesn't mean that that message 100% belongs to them, but if, some, if it touches them, if they feel like, oh, my God, I feel like that's for me, then look at that as a hello also from the, the people on the other side because you can't give 700 people readings, but Spirit knows how to touch other people in the audiences. They know what they're doing. To make mm-hmm. sure you know that, to make sure that you're getting something from it, that your loved ones are there also. Yeah, and if we could just go back for a second to signs, because this seems to be a problem for people when they first lost loved ones, is when they get that sign, and they're excited and they're happy, and the next day comes, and they don't get anything. How do you help someone through that? Well, they can't get something. I'd tell them you can't get something every single day. You're putting too much expectations. Those on the other side, they're doing their own thing. Um, they, they're, they're not going to be... Um, they'll send you something when I feel like you need it. But some people, I'll tell people to just say to the people on the other side, look, I'm open to any sign. Don't demand a certain sign. If you do get one, you're not sure who it is. Who it is. Say, Mom, is that you? Do it again. Or, Dad, is that you? Do it again. Or if that's a child, say, do it again. Um, but, you know, they, they can't have... Sometimes I believe in letting go and letting God. I look at those signs, those after-death communications. Some, when, when somebody passes away, I feel like they're very close to us to help us get through this. But we're so in the uh, bereavement stage, stages, that we don't notice it. And sometimes the communication can be strong, if you're aware of it. But then it gets slower and slower. I look at it as, instead of them writing you a letter, you're now getting a postcard. From them and those ADCs are like postcards. It's a hello. Yeah, I love that. And sometimes it's not the person that you expect, correct? Like, let's say someone really wanted to talk to their mother, but their you know aunt comes through. What right, would that be about? Them. Like, if someone else comes through other than the person they wanted to you talk mean, to, you mean by themselves through the signs or through a medium? Uh, both. When someone well, unexpected comes through. Well, they don't know who it is when they send the signs. That's, so that's why they have to ask, is this you, aunt? Is this, you know, usually it's the people you want to hear from when you're getting the signs. But a medium could get, someone could come through that you may want to, um, that you weren't expecting, or, or someone that you don't even want to hear from. Once that door is open, they have full right to come through. But I always tell people, if you're getting someone you don't want to hear from, give it a chance. See what the message is, because right behind them might be the person that you're expecting. That's why I love when people get people that they don't uh, expect, because we're always accused of reading minds. And it's like, but if you're getting someone that they're not expecting, well, you're not getting it from the person's mind anyways, are you? So, Yeah, absolutely. And someone who, uh, actually people who get signs quite often, I know, is children, because they're very open to it. And you have a section in your book, The Spirit Whisperer, about the psychic child. Tell us about that. Well, there are many psychic kids being born. We're all born intuitive, and many kids have been meant to feel different, like myself. They feel odd. They feel strange. But, you know, we're in a society now. Thank God there are more books out there helping sensitive psychic children. So I give the tips in the, in the book what to watch for um, and what to, you know, so parents and teachers can help kids like this. And 
there's, there's many ways. And basically, the number one way I tell teachers and parents is listen to the child. If they're saying something to you that they're seeing someone or, they, or they're seeing colors or they're dreaming or they're seeing someone you know, from the other side, listen to your kid instead of saying it's your imagination. Listen to them and ask them, what are they saying? What do they look like? Are they giving you a name? Because it may not necessarily be an imaginary playmate. It could be a grandmother. It could be a grandfather. Oh, it's just, and you've got to keep it, these kids safe, too. I mean, and don't put them on a pedestal like um, they do uh, little kids in beauty pageants. Like, okay, perform. Because then, you, yeah. you, then you're forcing them. My dad used to force me to draw as a child. I was really good at it. But there goes the excitement of it. There goes the spontaneity of it. So I stopped. That is invaluable information. And also other beings that I believe are very spiritual and psychic are pets. And you are going to be volunteering at a vet's office. What, I, you know, do you have pets right now? What brought this on? Ever since I got my dog four months ago, um, I've had, um, I fell in love with them. I fell in love with animals. And I worked with the SPCA um, in my area in 2009 in another animal shelter where I did an event. I said, how can I give back? How can I help these people? Well, I did an event and raised $36,000, um, and they split the, the proceeds. Um, so that's how it started. It started with my dog, and I met so many people through my dog on my street where I live. There were neighbors that I've never met, but when I started walking the dog, they have dogs. So now I have this community of friends, and we're very, very close, and we're all dog people or cat people. And so that's how it, that's how it started. And Working at the vet, it's something that my soul is being drawn to. And I think if I wasn't a medium, I think I'd work in the vet's office as a vet tech. <laughs> I love that. I always like to know what someone would do if they weren't doing what they were doing now. And, I mean, animals are just, uh, they're such beacons of light and love. And, and they are so connected to your emotions and what's going on in your world that everybody should get a pet. And I'm a dog person too, John. <laughs> Absolutely. They're, they're great. I absolutely love the dog. I, I raised a puppy for leader dogs for the blind, and I had to give him up after a year, but I knew that he had a mission, and he knew it. And um, so, yeah, I'm like a proud mom going, he graduated at the top of his class, and well, he's, he's doing well, very I well now as a young I man in Guatemala, so... Yeah, and animals come, I mean, um, they teach us things, but they're also here for, on their own agenda. I mean, they have their own soul's path. They're not just here for you. They've got their own thing to work out here also, whether it's to choose you, to help train them, or to work out things that some animals go on. Um, so it's not just about what they can do for us. It's also they have their own soul's uh, path and agenda Why they're with us I for just, their own I needs. I, I love that, you know, you are so connected with animals and helping people, because especially when animals pass on, that is so hard to come back from. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and a lot of people will say, I, I can't go through this again. I will never get another dog or cat because I can't put them down. And some people have said that to me. And I said, but you're, you're forgetting all the years of joy. So their pain is uh, too much for them to take on another animal. When, in fact, they're forgetting all the joy surpasses hopefully, the passing, and, and knowing that, that your loved one. Because uh, animals have souls. They go on to uh, the other side, too, because I've seen them um, when I'm demonstrating my mediumship, and I don't talk to them. That's a whole other field, animal communication. But they have souls, and they do go on, and they are waiting for you. Oh, absolutely. Now, as far as uh, the communication or getting our psychic intuition running, you're really big on journaling. Can you tell us why? Well, many years ago, I used to journal, 
when I was studying in England, um, all my classes and lecturing is no one taught me to journal then or told me to. I just did it. And years later, it's very important now that I took those because I have these journals that I wrote a lot of stuff from. Uh, I use a lot of the information. It could have been an exercise that I forgot or what a teacher said or some inspiration that comes through. So when you journal, you see your progression, not just for psychic development, but for your own soul. And I talk about this in Power of the Soul. It's a place where you can go, where you can pour your heart out, your soul out. And you can, whether it's affirmations you put in there, dreams you've had, doodling, these are your journals. It's a way of getting it out of your head and on paper. And years from now, when you look back at those journals, you'll smile, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll, and you'll see how far, hopefully, you've come since that entry in the journal. Absolutely. And you've got all kinds of stuff, uh, journals, and you've got your books, and you've got um, tarot decks, and you even have a tarot reading app, which I love. Um, so all of these things, as well as where John is going to be for his workshops, you can follow where he's going, johnholland.com. Great website, and I thank you so much for being here with us today, and happy travels, and hug your dog for me, okay? I will. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for choosing to be positive now.